I can't do it. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Inside the ring. Outside the ring. It's all here. We're talking about the greatest sport of all, professional wrestling. Come on. And now, here's Nick and Keith. Welcome back to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. My name is Nick. His name is what? Keith, what happened to you, man? You grew some hair. What's good, Dylan? How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on, Nick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, what's good, man? How you been? What have you been up to? Hey, not too much, man. Getting ready for vacation next week. Got a few more days to go, and then we're off to Biloxi in, into Mississippi. Uh, go enjoy some time with the family and just away from work. You know, I can, I, can go, I can go anywhere, and, and as long as I'm away from work, I don't care where I go. So, yeah, we're going to Mississippi yeah. about three hours away from the house, so... What the hell is in Mississippi? Other than the beach, uh, not too much. (laughs) Nice, nice. Well, yeah, man. It's good. Finally get you on, popping your cherry for the first time right here on the UW pod. Um, Good to be on, man. This has been a long time coming. Um, Let's do it. I always joke around with Keith. We talk some wrestling and we promote. Let's promote. You can find us right here on the UW pod, as well as, yes, the Bloodline Entertainment Network. You got it right there, Dylan. Bloodlinenetwork.com, Twitch, Twitter, Twat, Instagram. I mean, we have it all. We're even on Kick, TikTok, TikTok. Um, we're going to be on the new the new platform soon. What is that with Facebook? It's um, uh, Threads. It's called. Threads, yes. We're, we'll be on yeah. that soon. And as well, of course, Look at us right here, UWPod, UWPod.com, Instagram, UWPod, or at UWPodcast, and uh, Twitter, the UWPod. We do have a fancy website. Go check it out. Since we're promoting, we might as well promote our boys from down under the broadcast podcast right here on the UWPod's uh, YouTube channel, as well as the Bloodline Entertainment. Entertainment Network. Now let's promote one more thing. Boom, baby. Jeopardy night. Game night with the Bloodline. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. 845. Hey, we're naked. There we go. 845. (laughs) And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Keith is going to be there. Um, You. Who else is coming? Uh, Graydon. What? Mm-hmm. streets my man streets hollywood i call them hollywood <laughs> um good it's gonna be a fun time saturday night right here on the bloodline entertainment network um let's get to it dylan let's get to uh some some wrestling i think that's what we're here for and that's what most of the uh the the viewers are here for so let's do it baby come on 
There we go. What did we learn from Money in the Bank? Let's get to it before we uh, talk about this topic. Mr. Bin Buster himself, Graydon, had a really awesome uh, upload this week. Go check it out. He talks about the Spider-Verse. He talks about Marvel. He talks about all the new movies. He's uh, he's really good at what he does. Hey, Courtney, what's up, homie? Cheers to you. Thank you for tuning in. But uh, again, I promote half half the show I feel like I promote, but I guess it's a good thing. Um, let's talk about it, Dylan. What did we learn from Money in the Bank? It was a really good pay-per-view, PLE. Um, it was in London. We know that a lot of people got their, so to say, um, you know, their spot. Now, some of them didn't win. Some of them maybe lost, and we thought, you know what, maybe something, you know, they, something else could have happened there. But overall, I thought it was a really good PLE. I think, um, I think we should dive right into it. But before that, what do you think overall? I don't do ratings. I don't do stars. I don't do two point three, and I think it could have been better. You like it or you you don't? Let's hear it. So really and truly, you know, counting all professional wrestling, I thought this was probably the best PLE or even pay per view. Counting other, you know, uh, don't say P- PLE on this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was fantastic. You know, I watched the whole thing from my phone. I had to miss the beginning of it. I had to start it a little bit later. I was at a birthday party actually. Yeah. It was in in London, so it started earlier for us. So yep. I was at a birthday party. I was like doing my best to to stay it's off tough. of social media. I didn't want to get spoilers and whatnot, but I keep hearing from other people how good it was. You know, going so yep. far. So I'm like, man, the moment I leave this party, I got to get on my phone. My wife decided to drive just to let me uh, get on my phone to watch it. So shout out to her for that one. You know, it's for driving yes. so I can watch. So, but oh my Thank God, you dude, for what letting your husband watch wrestling. <laughs> dude, what a show. It. I mean, it was, it was fantastic all around, you know, and, and what we learned from it also is something, something that WWE can still surprise us because there was a few surprises that I didn't see coming whatsoever, you know? Yeah. Uh, coming from the money to bank, coming from even a women's tag team match. I mean, we learned that we could still be surprised. You know, not everything is spoiled on the internet. Thank God. But yeah, man, yeah. it was a fantastic show. You know, I'm I'm actually one to like to give ratings. So, so really, oh. I mean, four and a half out of five. I mean, it was it wasn't a full five for me, but four and a half. I mean, that's a fair rating for anyone that watched it. You know what you do since you you, you did what I never do. <laughs> you get this clip. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> we don't rate on this fucking... No. You- oh, I curse. We don't rate on this uh, this podcast. But hey, you're the guest. We're going to do it anyway. Um, this this headline, yes, Dylan, it may seem obvious. You know, LA Night is still over. But I want to talk about this. I want to dive deep into this because every single person, from Dave Meltzer to your mom to your dad to your grandmother... We, we thought, we knew, we knew L.A. Knight was going to win Money in the Bank, and he didn't. And I just want to, I want to look at that just because I think he's more over now than he than he was a few weeks ago or at, before Money in the Bank. And I, I think it, maybe, maybe Trips, maybe Vince, maybe they, they did this on purpose, but maybe they did not do it on purpose. So I want to dive into that. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, you know what, Trips and Vince said, we don't want to give it to him. He's already over. He doesn't need it. You know, 
give it to priest, give it to someone that needs it. And uh, I think that's what they did. But what I, what I'm, it's tough for me just because if he, he's not, he didn't win. So I think there's not, I don't want to say backlash, but I think people are trying to push him or trying to, you know, cheer for him a little more just because he didn't win. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, I don't know. It's odd. I mean, this is odd. So you and I actually briefly discussed this after the show, you know, it first ended, you know, because we talked on the phone like right after Money in the Bank ended. And and you even told me the same thing. You know, he doesn't need it. He's at a point in his career where he does not need this Money in the Bank briefcase. He is still over. And just like you said, he's even more over than before Money in the Bank. So we did our prediction That's show on Thursday. So before SmackDown, we did it was the day before SmackDown, we did our predictions. And you know, all across the board, we all picked LA Knights. Yeah, but then I didn't? watched so I watched SmackDown that the thunderous roar he got whenever he came out and, but something he said kind of caught me and that kind of made me sway a little bit to Damian priest. Cause he claimed he was the odds on favorite to win the money in the bank. Someone says that. And now I feel like, okay, yeah. now he's not winning it. So yep. that caught me a little bit right there. And I was like, maybe it's going to be Damian priest. Cause LA Knight really doesn't need a briefcase. You know, He's he's someone who could just get like a title opportunity anytime he wants. He's that over right now. Yeah. 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 Um <laughs> Yeah, but let's dive into that. Like I said, is is it uh it's not they're not I I don't know what it is. It's just the fans and me personally. I guess I'll just talk for myself here, but I just feel like it it's not what they had planned. Or maybe they did. I, I cannot, I do not know, obviously, but it just seems like Ellen Knight was the guy. Now that he's, you know, did not, uh, did not win money in the bank. It's just, I don't know. I don't want to say a poor taste in my mouth or a sour taste, but there's just, there's something there. I know he doesn't need it. I know that you just talked about it and you, that was, uh, you know, I think most of us who are wrestling fans who have a podcast, know that he doesn't need it. He doesn't. He does not need it. It doesn't make sense for, mm-hmm. for him to even have it. But it's just, why not him? That's what I'm thinking. Why why, why Damien, you know? So, yeah, like after the match was over, yeah, it also left a poor taste in my mouth as well because, you know, the entire world, I feel like, was on LA night. Like, this was the perfect opportunity to yeah. give the fans what they want and – and they didn't do it, you know, but I did see a lot was of that fans on purpose. On- That's what I want to know. Because now he's, he's more over, man. He's more over. Cause the fans are like, you know what? He didn't get the money in the bank. I'm going to stick with this dude. I want to cheer for this dude. And he's so much fun as much as, you know, we'll hear about Kevin Nash and his tweet on your podcast later tonight. Um, it, mm. You know, if you're over, that's what's going to happen. And I think that's what's happening with Kevin Nash. As much as I really respect Kevin Nash, and he's been going through a lot as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just I just feel like it wasn't a missed opportunity. I don't want to say that. I just – I I think I just wanted it so bad. I think I wanted L.A. Knight to win, and he didn't. And now we have Damian Priest, and that's another story. I mean – 
at the end of the day, what can you do? You know, what can you do with LA Knight after this? As much as the fans are behind LA Knight, him as a character, him as, you know, this storyline, it's like, oh, man, you missed the boat there. You really did. I mean, and I'm not taking anything away from Priest. Honestly, I think Mm. he's great. I think that's what the briefcase does. I think it elevates the the superstar. But with LA Knight in, in his case, he would have elevated the money in the bank and that's what we needed after Otis, you know? That's what we needed after several missed opportunities. We needed this to mean something. We needed this to mean, you know, to be special. And I just don't think that's what it is. Even uh, I think Priest will do well, but I don't think it's going to elevate the Money in the Bank briefcase. And maybe they don't give a shit, you know? What do you got? So it's like it's like the WWE had like the golden opportunity laying right in front of them. And they completely fumbled it, you know? And, and really, you don't like to use the thing missed opportunity, but I mean, it is. It's a huge missed opportunity because to think about like from NXT when they brought back the million dollar belt, you know, he made it look so good on him. And 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 really, they could have did the same, uh, same thing with the money in the bank briefcase. You know, he could have brought this thing to a new level. Yeah. And and really, and really, you know, yeah, you know, he doesn't need the briefcase to be world champion one day. But I mean, it could have happened sooner if he had the briefcase on it. So now you're thinking to yourself you know, uh, when's the next time he's going to get an opportunity for like a world championship. They're not going to put him against Seth Rollins anytime soon. Obviously he's not going against Roman. So what's next for LA Knight? That's my big question is what's next right now, because he doesn't have the briefcase. So now you can't tease a cash in. You can't do anything like that right now. So priest, I kind of feel like they dug themselves into a hole that they can't take themselves out right now with him winning it. It, I mean, yeah, it could elevate him out of judgment day or something like that. But I feel like it would have been executed so much better with LA Knight, and they completely fumbled it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I don't know if this is the plan because look what's look. I mean, he is more over and I keep saying that. And I mean, it's right on the screen as well. He is still over, but I think he's more over just because we wanted that and we didn't get that. And I think as a, you know, an executive, a creative writer for the WWE, you know, I think they look at that. I think they've done this plenty of times and they knew LA Knight doesn't need it. Don't give it to him. And you know what? If we don't give it to him, you know what's going to happen? He's going to be more over. And that's exactly what happened. I'm just saying, if you want the briefcase to mean something, you give it to someone. Priest is great. I love him. I think he had a hell of a match with Bad Bunny and I think he's going to do really good things. I just think... For this instance, for this, for the money in the bank, it needs to be on someone that that will do something with it. Maybe Priest will. Maybe he'll cash in on a mid card, or we'll get to that. But I just, I don't, I don't want to say it's a missed opportunity because I think that, like I said, the WWE, they've been here, they've done this before, they understand that the fans are gonna, you know, piss and moon, and the kids that have wrestling podcasts, they're just gonna complain more, and that's what we're doing. We're discussing this topic. Um, I guess at the end of the day, it is what it is. I think, um, I don't want to compare it to DB and the yes movement, but I, I feel something with LA Knight. I feel we're more behind LA Knight than Vince, maybe not trips. I don't know who's still head of, uh, whatever, but I just, I don't know. I guess that's it. And I guess that's, that's what's wrestling. You know, that's what it's all about. That's what wrestling is all about. When you don't know, that's the factor that fans like us, you know, we love because we don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right about that, you know, and I feel like week after week after week, you know, they become so much more sort of invested in LA night, you know, look at the crowd in, in London. They loved them. They gave them a thunderous or yeah. look at any other place they go in the U S they absolutely love LA night. And the crazy part is he's a heel. Like that's the crazy part about it. They cheer for him just much and he's not even a face. So yeah. that so that makes you think right there. You know, should they turn him face like like any time now because he's that over with the crowd right now? Yeah. Well, let's take a look at this comment. Uh, Justin Priest said, or Justin said the basically the same thing. I mean, Priest didn't need the the briefcase, but um, you know he's a face. He'll be back in contention, and that makes sense. That makes sense for the storyline. Um, rumors are rumors, and. I've said this a couple of times. I pride myself on not bringing up dirt sheets, but if you're a wrestling fan, you know, we, we heard the rumors and you know, that I don't even know if it's a rumor, but the backstage gossip that Vince isn't a big fan of LA Knight and LA Knight was almost let go. I don't know if that has any reason to why LA Knight did not win, but he's still over. If this was on purpose or, or on accident, this is brilliant because he's over and that's what you want. You want someone like this to be more over. As much as he's over now, it's insane. I mean, he's going to get that that pop just because we wanted him to win. And now that he's not, now that he didn't win, we're there. You know, kind of like DB. We wanted him to just triumph. We wanted him to thrive. And he did, you know, but it was that underdog story. And I think... I don't know, again, on accident or purpose, whatever it is, but he's, he's, I don't want to say the level because I think DB is the best wrestler in the world. That's another day and another time. But LA Knight, he's at that point where it's like, he's special and we need to see more of him. You know, I just don't know. I just don't know what you do. So, I mean, since he didn't win the briefcase, I mean, what do you see next for him? Do you see maybe a mid-card title for him? Because, I mean, but he's too over, hot yes, for a title. Yeah. But, but, but right now, for a world title, you know, how do you play that scenario? Because right now, for Seth, you know, world champion right now, but nothing screams LA Knight Seth Rollins right now. And then, obviously, Roman's yep. doing Roman things, and he won't probably lose it till Mania next year in Philly. So, yeah. I mean, right now it's got to be a mid-card title, you know, maybe yeah. theory for the for the United States title. I know there's chatter about him losing the U.S. title. Yeah, I think the issue is here, and this issue was with Austin Theory and the money in the bank. It's just, it's not going to happen. I mean, that's why they put into effect that, it, you know, you can cash in on a mid-card. I mean, it's just not going to happen to Roman. And if it's Cody, it's definitely not going to happen. So we got a year up to WrestleMania that, uh, Roman's not going to lose, and then after WrestleMania, if you know, you know, if the story does end the re- the way we want it to end, Cody's going to be champ in Philly. We'll be there. Um, there's no way. I mean, there's no way at all that you put LA Knight on the uh, or or LA Knight isn't the Money in the Bank champion. You know, the briefcase holder, right. whatever you want to say. So uh, again. On purpose, accident, I don't know, but I think it's going the way that, um, you know, unfortunately, we don't want it to go this way right now, but in the long run down the road, I think it's smart. I think it's a good decision to have LA Knight not win the money in the bank. I mean, we just talked for, what, 10 minutes on why we thought he needed it. At the end of the day, man, 
You can flip-flop all you want. He's more over than the title. He's more over than the briefcase. He's more over than almost anyone in that locker room. It's just it's not necessary to have him hold the briefcase. But then again, we'll go back to what we said. You got to elevate the briefcase. We got Austin Theory who, what? What happened? I can't I, – I know I'm not going to um, cash it in on Roman, so – Take it away from me. What? Who? Why? You know? And that's that's what I'm talking about. Again, it's not about the briefcase. I get that. But, you know, as much as it is about the surprise of the briefcase, you know, cashing in, it's not. LA Knight doesn't need it. You know? Yeah. No. Yeah. In conclusion, no, he doesn't need it. You know? And it sucks as a wrestling fan who was so invested in him winning it. Yeah, it does suck to see someone else win it, but at the end of the day, he's at the point where he doesn't, and he's just more over. It's not like the briefcase would have made him more over because even without it, the crowd loved him. So, so really and truly, you know, maybe it's not the worst thing in the world that he didn't win it. I just want yeah. him to that moment that he's been yep. so deserving of as of late, you know. So give him that yeah. moment sooner or later. I mean, it's got to happen. Yeah, but I think they're in a pickle, man. I mean, WWE, as much as, you know, we talk about money in the bank and how no one can successfully cash it in or, you know, they just give it up. I mean, WWE is in a really good place. You got Seth Rollins as your champion and Roman Reigns as your champion. I mean, what's better than that? You know, really? Yeah. I mean, that's it. At the end of the day, that's what you want. You want two people like that, two guys like that to hold your titles, hold the big titles. And, that's the that's the dilemma, Dylan. At the end of the day, we could talk about what elevates what. If it's the briefcase, if it's a superstar, if uh, L.A. Knight needed it, if Priest deserved it, if if you know the fans really wanted to see Priest win. I mean, at the end of the day, what are you going to do? We're in a good place. You got basically the Shield, two of the three Shield members, you know, who are beloved. You're champions. What can you do? Let's get to the next topic and stop bitching and moaning. What did we learn from Money in the Bank? Mr. Money in the Bank, Damien Priest, uh, is now your, uh, you know, Money in the Bank briefcase holder. And again, if you look at it, this is what you do. You give someone like Damien Priest the briefcase. A, you think he's going to elevate it. B, you think he's going to do something with it. Kind of like Miz in the white title, icy title back in, I don't want to say back in the day because that uh, wasn't really back in the day, but a few years ago, he had a mission to elevate the the icy title, and that's what he did. Here, I can see that this was the smart decision. This was the best decision for uh, 2023's Money in the Bank, excuse me, 2023's Money in the Bank uh, match. He need he, – this is what Priest needed. Um, let's hear it, man. What do you got on this? What so, are your thoughts? Yeah, let's hear it. And so with him winning it, you know, I have a lot of scenarios when it comes to Damian Priest. I really feel like this could be a way to get him out of the judgment day. You're seeing him having confrontations with Finn Balor. He costed Finn Balor. He, you know, he basically costed Finn Balor his win uh, versus Seth Rollins at Money in the Bank. So now 
it seems like this could be the way to get Damian Priest out of Judgment Day and to go on his own. Because he's been in Judgment Day for quite some time now. He's done his time over there. He got recruited by Edge. He's been doing all the time over there. And now I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to get him out. And really and truly, I think this could be a way to get Finn out as well. Like Finn doesn't need Judgment Day and and really Damian Priest doesn't need Judgment Day. There's been a lot of talks. I know I know I don't want to believe the dirt sheets, nothing like that. But I also been seeing that maybe JD McDonough from NXT who just got brought up to Raw can also be in Judgment Day. So this could be a way to get Damian Priest out of there, far away from Judgment Day. And and truthfully, you know, it's not that I don't see Judgment Day as a pretty good stable because I do. But I don't Damian Priest is so good on his own. He had that fantastic match with Bad Bunny. You know, he's Mr. Money in the Bank now. So this yeah. could be a way to get him in that world title picture. And he and really I, I do hope he goes for a world title. Don't do this mid-card stuff, man. I'm I'm not in for cashing in on mid-card. Because he's not cashing in on Gunther. And I mean, Austin Theory, does that even like really excite people? Damian Priest, Austin Theory, and a like money to bank cash in. Really, it doesn't excite me whatsoever. So yeah. uh, I would love if he cashed in for a world title, which is why on our show last week, someone brought up that if Finn won and Damien would cash in right there, that would be like the end. I wouldn't say the end of Judgment Day, but it would like get one of them out of Judgment Day. But yeah. it wasn't executed how I thought it would go. You know, how I thought it would go. But yeah, I think they did a fantastic job bringing him the money in the bank, you know, there were so many more deserving ones on there, except Logan Paul. I wouldn't say that, but Damian Priest deserved it. You know, he he's yeah. been working at this. He's been putting on great matches. Yeah, and I think they made the right move with him uh, by giving him the briefcase. You know, he's he's going to do do great things with it. If he does cash in on world title, I think he'll be a good world champion. You know, he's more deserving of it. Yeah, see, that's where I disagree. Mm-hmm. I just I I, I don't think. It's going to help Priest at all. I think mm-hmm. it's going to hinder his his career as much as I think it's it's great that he got the opportunity that he got the spotlight in London. I mean, that's a big deal, man. Over L.A. Knight, come on. I mean, we'll be talking about this for years. Why didn't L.A. Knight win? You know, Priest won yep. again. He is deserving. As much as I hate saying people deserve things because they earn it, he earned it. He earned it with that match with Bad Bunny. He earned it with just being one of those guys that can do anything, you know, like a chameleon. Whatever you ask of him, he'll do. And he's been doing a really good job. He looks like he's in better shape. So I get that. I see that. I understand that. But I just, I I think it was a mistake, man. I think giving Priest this briefcase was a mistake. And not because he's not ready and he's not, you know, ready to bat, ready to hit a home run. I just... It's there. There's a dilemma. A. No one's going to cash in on Roman. No one's going to cash in on Cody. And Seth is so hot right now. It would be silly, silly to have him cash on Seth Rollins. You got to do mid Carter as much as you don't think so. As much as you don't like that, Dylan. You got to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to. I mean, what else do you do? You can't. I mean, maybe if this. I don't think this is going to continue. I think Roman will lose at 40. I get that. So it's, it's what I'm trying to say is this for the, as long as rain Roman was reigning with his titles, 
you couldn't do anything with money in the bank. Now we've, you know, this is, this is probably the last money in the bank where we're going to question the decision just because what do you do? You know, you can't, you can't, you can't cash it on Roman a because of the bloodline storyline B because of Cody Rhodes. It just, it doesn't make sense. And Seth, what do you do now? I mean, I don't know. I don't like it, but then again, they did the, they made the right decision with LA Knight. You couldn't, you, there's no way you put on LA Knight and then he just, you know, does the same thing uh, theory did or, or something worse. I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't like the decision, but what can you do in this situation? You know, they, Damien is the right guy. LA Knight is the right guy. You know, Logan was not the right guy. So they made that, that, that's a decision they made that was, uh, you know, a, a smart business decision. Push this guy. He's the Mr. Money in the Bank. Seen, you know, Senor Money in the Bank. Mm. It's just, the cards are not lined. The cards just, it's, what can you do? Let's hear it. Shut me up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually God, said it earlier. It. What's they up, brother? Into a hole, like they really did. They dug themselves into a hole by by making Priest, you know, Mister Money in the Bank. And as much as I don't like the cash-ins on the on the mid cards, you made every point, you know, that was that he can't do a world title right now because. Like you said, Seth is, you know, on a crazy hot streak right now. You know, you can't you can't pull it off of him right now. He was carrying the company while Roman was taking off time after time, and he would get a graphic on SmackDown saying Roman Reigns returns whenever he's the world champion. And so so he shouldn't be taking that time off. And while he was taking that time off, Seth was carrying the company and was finally yeah. awarded for it with a world champion. So you so you can't pull it off of him right now. And Roman yeah. I, I just feel like it's gonna be in in uh it's gonna be a, for WrestleMania 40 in Philly. I think that's yeah. gonna be the time they finally do it. Do I think that Money in the Bank kind of took away from uh, from how good it's gonna be to take the belts off of him for Cody? I mean, we'll get into that, but yeah, yeah. I I just think maybe you know even though I don't like the mid card cash in, that's like the more logical scenario right now for Damian yeah. Priest. And really, I don't like it. You know, I don't like that a money to bank it goes to a mid card. I I just don't like that. You know, I'm I'm more of that. If you win the money in the bank, then you're cashing yeah. in for the world championship. But they're not in a point right now where they can do a world champion for Damian Priest. You know, as as bad yeah. as it sounds, he he's been working his tail off. Also, Damian Priest, but. Yeah. But there's no scenario right now that you can even put it on him. But, I mean, you don't have to pull the trigger just yet. You know, Seth Rollins held it all the way to the main event of, of uh, WrestleMania, and he cashed in in the main event. So, yeah. so I mean, it's really, it's really, he can hold it for a while and cash in at the right time. So maybe right now is not the right time, but a couple months from now, it could be the right time. So, so don't yeah. rush it with him. You know, let him hold that briefcase for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think that's all they can do. Seriously, mm-hmm. I don't know what else you could do. Because mm-hmm. uh, I said it in the past streams. You know, Roman at 200 days, I said no one is going to beat him. No one. Mm-hmm. Someone finally, you know, pinned his ass. With Gunther, mm-hmm. I'm saying the same thing. I don't see anyone beating him. So that leaves you with theory 
And Theory is just, I don't know. I thought SmackDown would help the move. I, I don't know what's happening. Maybe they're trying to rewrite the script on him and see where they could go with it. But uh, let's look at uh, Timmy's comment. LA Knight could still be a year out. What's the rush? Rumble next year. Plenty of time, fellas. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I, I think that's what we said. I just, I think, in my opinion, the money in the bank would have been elevated with LA Knight. But give it to him. What is he going to do with it? So I think that's the issue. And I don't think anyone has the answer. You can't wait for a year. We don't know if there's going to be, you know, a rumble with LA Knight if he wins it. We don't know if, you know, they're rushing plans with LA Knight. I don't think they know, Timmy. That's the answer. I don't think anyone knows. I think it's just could be one year, two years, five months, four months, next, next Monday, next Friday. I mean, you just don't know just because of that factor of Roman and the storyline with the bloodline is just phenomenal. You can't interrupt that with LA Knight. That doesn't make sense. That would be the worst thing ever. Even with LA, even with Priest, put him in the mix, you know, it just doesn't make sense. So you do mid card, and that's that's the next topic. So let's get into it. You know, we've heard it. This is pretty new for us here. Money in the bank, mid card cash in. You just said you don't like it. I just say that I understand it. You know, I get it. I I may not like it, but I, I understand it. Again, it's there's the same issue we've talked about on this live on this podcast um, last week and the week before. Gunther is your IC champion. There's no way. I mean, unless he, you know, what Keith said is just, hey, I'm done with this. You know, take it. I want to go for the the title. They have something, you know, they, they, they know that there's there, there can't be a champion forever as much as it's great to see this storyline and the history of the universal and the, the championship um, that reigns holds. It's just, mm-hmm. it can't happen. So what do you do? You change it. You know, you change the script, you rewrite it money in the bank. You can cash on mid card guys. I mean, what do you think? So yeah, like if if he was to cash in on on the mid card, I think the hey. the most logical thing. Yeah, you like you went like you left for a second. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So yeah, but really and truly, I think the logical thing if he was to cash in on on a mid card, which I will, I will say that until my head explodes that I do not like a mid card cash in. But right now they're at a logical reason why it would be a mid card. If he was to do that, he's not hinting uh, towards a mid card at, at all right now. Yeah, He's, he's going towards uh, Seth. And that's what you keep on with the comments. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) Banger after banger. Hold on. We got a, we got a video clip for Timmy. Here we go. This is Timmy all night. Hello ladies. There we go. Timmy, <laughs> the banger of podcast. Yeah, I think we're in a good, bad situation. Good Roman Reigns. Oh, my God. Storyline phenomenal. Seth Rollins finally gets the title that he deserves. Bad. What do you do with Priest? What do you do with LA Knight? Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. They did the right thing at the end of the day, Dylan. Don't give it to LA Knight. As Timmy says, 
Don't rush it. Don't rush it. He is good to go. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think, you know, we'll see. Um, Anything else on Priest? I mean, yes, he's the right guy. You know, it's just, I don't know. They're just in a, it's just uh, a situation that, what can you do? You know? Yeah, I'll, I'll constantly say they dug themselves into a hole with, with Priest uh, winning, you know. And it's not that he wasn't deserving of it because he is, but it's like if you want him to go for a world title, then how do you execute that right now? Like, But unless he holds it for a while, then maybe a couple months down the road, maybe the scene looks a little bit different. Maybe Seth wants you know, maybe Seth, you know, maybe take time off from, from carrying the company for as long as he's been carrying it. Maybe Seth wants to take a little bit of time off. Maybe you have him cashing on Seth right there. But aside from that, I think the only logical thing you do right now is, is Austin theory is taking the U S title off of him. And, and really, yeah, but, but I think the move to SmackDown has been horrible for theory. I, he is not hot. Like he was on raw. Yeah, Vince I, I think isn't there. All oh, theory, please, yeah, no. baby. You know, <laughs> you're That's right, but no, you can't do. But no, you can't do a world title right now for Priest. You know, but like I said, maybe a couple months down the road, maybe the scene it's looks a little bit different. Come on, Priest but, says I mean, I, I mean, I could see him as a world champion. Like he's he's world title, he's world title material. In, in get my, out of here! My eyes right now. He has the look of a world champion, man. Like you Hold can't on, deny. This is what you get for saying that. Oh, can here I tell you go. something as a friend? Yeah. Come on, and if you would, please. You're the shits. You really are. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love man, it. You're me. You're close to me. <laughs> Faction cast. What's up, brother? Thank you for tuning in. Let's get into some of these comments. There are a lot of them. Tim will <laughs> ignore that. Tim will ignore that. <laughs> Brocast, let's do it, baby. Let's promote, 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 promote. I joke around, but I really do more promoting than talk and wrestling. Brocast, you can find them right here on the UW Pod and the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Go check them out. They are uh, the bee's knees, as they would say in Australia. But let's get to the next um, topic here. We did that. We did that. This. I want to talk about this. What did we learn from Money in the Bank? Logan Paul belongs in the WWE. Dylan, I believe he does, but I think we're getting too much of him. I think he needs to be on a schedule like Roman Reigns where we see him every other month or two months and he doesn't do every single pay-per-view or PLE just because I think the heat with him and the fans is legit. And it's not the good heat, brother. You know, it's not the heat that you want. It's the heat that's bad. And when he does things like botching, which is just a normal thing in professional wrestling, he gets really bad heat. And I think that's the issue with Logan Paul. I think if we see him constantly, it's not a good thing. For us, for podcasters, we get it. We see it. His athleticism is amazing. Him on the mic, he's getting there. It's good. He could do better. But he's he's there where it's, you know, we can we can be okay with it. The issue with me is I think if we see too much of Logan in the WWE, I think it's going to be a bad thing just because of the casual fans, just because of the kids, just because of the adults, you know, older than us. I think they see him and he's just a, you know, a cocky TikToker that, you know, 
went one-on-one with Mayweather and got lucky or something. I think if he takes a schedule like uh, Roman, it's it's something that might benefit him. As much as I think he's great, as much as I think is you know he is a WWE. I hate saying superstar, but he is a WWE superstar. He is. I think it's in his blood. I think he gets it. I just think too much of Logan is a bad thing, and seeing botching like we did at Money in the Bank, as much as you know, everybody does it. It's a common thing in wrestling. That's what you do. You know, you make mistakes, and you know, whatever it is, what it is. What did you learn from Money in the Bank with Logan Paul? Let's hear it. So, yeah, I mean, Money to Bank obviously proved he belongs in the WWE, but I, I learned from his debut match when he teamed with The Miz against the Mysterios that he belonged in WWE. He exceeded every single expectation I had from a celebrity getting in to professional wrestling. You know, we've seen it with Bad Bunny. We've seen other celebrities, you know, take their try at professional wrestling. Didn't really do as well, but something about Logan Paul. I honestly don't see him as a great like you know human being, but as a as an athlete, as a wrestler, this guy absolutely blows my mind. And yeah, I mean, yeah, we're seeing a little bit too much of him. So I can agree with you on that one. Maybe he needs to work that Roman schedule. We don't see him as often, and you know maybe he uh, he shows up and he gives us a, like a good match at whatever PLE they decide to do. Seems like they're going. SummerSlam with Ricochet with the scuffle they had at the end of, of the Money in the Bank match. And yeah, there was a botch. I mean, it's it's one of the most talked about ones from Money in the Bank that uh, went into a Spanish fly. He ended up hitting his head on that table. And yeah, and it that happens. Rough, but still, yeah. It, and it really does, but I got to credit him and Ricochet for playing it as safe as they possibly could, even though it did look, you know, very rough. You know, I've seen the replay multiple times and I think they both played it as safe as they possibly could. So I got to give it to both of them. And, and yet Logan Paul's made for this. He is made to be a professional wrestler as as crazy, as crazy as it is to say that, you know, years from now, I never thought I would say that Logan Paul is in the WWE and is actually really good at it. Years. I didn't think I would say anything positive about this kid. Really? No. He he does. He, and, and, and really, you can see he loves it. You can see he takes that time to, to appreciate it he brings wrestlers onto his show you know he likes to you know go into the mind of them as well and he likes to learn from it so so really you know if anyone can say anything they want about him he's just a really good wrestler and he likes to learn about this stuff and he appreciate <laughs> and he actually appreciates the business so i gotta give it to him yeah yeah i thought this comment was pretty cool or pretty good i mean yeah he signed to do more dates and I think Faction Gas is agreeing with us. It's just too much of Logan is a bad thing. I think just uh, yeah. maybe, again, not for us, not for the fans that watch it in and out. I think it's, you know, you hear Logan Paul and you think, what a douche, you know? Mm-hmm. What an ass. I mean, that's just that's just what you think with the Paul brothers. You know, that's right. just it. It's a good or bad thing. I don't know, you know? They're making a lot of money, so I guess it's it's a good thing. Um, for me too. I as much as he is great at being a WWE superstar, and yes, it's tough. I mean, it's not just you know just because it's not a legitimate sport. It's not an NFL. It's not MLB. It's very tough. It's grueling. We get that. We don't have to go into that. I just I don't know if he's in it. 
I don't know if he's in it 100%. And I think that's, that's what fans see. I think fans see that, okay, he comes, you know, he, he does a money in the bank match just because it's fun to see him, you know, the flips, mm-hmm. the flops, the jumps, that that's cool. He's going one-on-one with Ricochet. Looks like that's going to be at SummerSlam. Um, I think too much is a bad thing. And that's about it. That's all I got with this. Of course, Timmy. Logan Paul's great. Yeah, so was Omos. It's going to slap if and when it happens. Yeah. It yeah. Well. Yes. There you go. Give Faction Cast the pencil. If you want to get I, heat, bring his brother, I, Jake. Yeah, but that's the issue, Faction Cast. I just think people fucking hate him. And as much as you are a wrestling fan, as much as we are podcasters and we see both sides of the story, I think people hate him. And that's it. I don't, it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. I think it maybe it helps his character in professional wrestling. I just think too much of him is just bad. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I 100% agree with it. You know, I think there's too much of Logan Paul right now. And honestly, I'm not sure if he's 100% in it, you know, other than him being in the ring. I don't see any, you know, uh, behind the scenes stuff. I don't see him, you know, training. I don't see the working out, anything like that. I know a lot of superstars post like their like workouts and stuff like that, showing that they actually, you know, mean business when it comes to this from him. I don't see it. I see him doing a show. I see him doing I see him doing other videos. I don't see him yeah. preparing for anything. So that makes me wonder, is he a hundred percent in this? I mean, if he is, he's showing that he really wants it because he's, he's performing at a high level for yeah. someone who, who never really trained to be a wrestler. And, and really he was put into that, that main roster spot quick. I mean, if he wanted to be in this, then I mean, start him off in nxt you know yeah he's a he's a mega star on youtube but that doesn't mean he's too good to be in nxt you know a lot of people have their yeah. pay their due in nxt first and he got straight you know straight to the main roster spot a few of them did someone like you know dominic mysterio also got that main roster spot i mean look who his father is that kind of helped him as well i mean yeah he's he's good in the ring as well so is logan paul but he didn't have to pay his due either in nxt so i don't know it, it makes me wonder if he's really in this to be in it or it's a good conversation. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it really, really is. is. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, you could see that he loves it. I mean, he brought KSI. I think that's his name. That was pretty good mm-hmm. on my part. I can't believe I got that right. KSI. <laughs> is it K? Yeah, it's KSI. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it looks like he's trying, he's having fun. Mm-hmm. He's being safe. Yes. He botched, but that happens. I, I don't want to cover that just because that's what happens. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I I think again as podcasters, as people that see it, you know, straight, you know, right down the middle, he's good for wrestling. That's what you want. You want someone like that who can create that kind of heat. That's what you want. But maybe the heat's not good. Maybe the heat's bad. Maybe it's go away heat. Maybe it's never come back Rhonda heat, you know? Maybe it's that <laughs> kind of heat. But at the end of the day, he's here. He's having fun. We're talking about him. That's number one. He's putting on great matches that are safe. You know, so what can you do? Let's get to the next topic here. We got, what did we learn from Money in the Bank? We are going to get 
Drew and Gunther at SummerSlam. I think that is, as much as it hasn't been announced, I think that's what they're leading to. And if it doesn't happen, we'll go back and I'll delete this section of the of the, the live stream. But uh, this is what you want, man. This is what you want. You want someone like Drew because, yeah, maybe Gunther can lose it. But if Drew's there, it's more believable. Am I right? I mean, it's just... Yeah. Sheamus, yes, he's an ass kicker, and those matches were fun. But Drew is, is, is on a different level. I mean, he carried us, carried us through the pandemic. This guy was the guy, was... I hate saying it. He was the chosen one, and he stepped up. He took some time off. He needed to take some time off. He is back. His first challenge is Gunther. Again, like I said, I don't see Gunther losing. But if it's going to be anyone that beats Gunther, it's going to be Drew. What do you got? Let's hear it, brother. Yeah, I 100% agree with you on that one. If anyone is to take the IC title off of Gunther and Yeah, really, buddy, thank you for tuning in. Sorry to interrupt. Just fans. You're all good. Thank you for tuning in. We love you. All right. Talk so, to yeah, like if, anyone, if anyone was to take it off of him, I think it has to be Drew McIntyre. Like you mentioned, he carried us through the pandemic. Like, you know, no one in the audience and this guy is just carrying that championship. And, you know, yeah. I was I was there to see him win the Royal Rumble in Houston oh, when shit. Edge came yeah. back that night. Yeah, I was there and I was right. Houston. It was like a couple months before. Yeah, you know, I'm not a fan of Houston as well. But but uh yeah. I mean, I was there, you know, he he got his moment at the Rumble. He won it, and that was, you know, right before the pandemic. It was in January, at the end of January, and at the beginning of March is when everything started shutting down. So he got his moment in front of a live audience, but since then, I don't find he's really ever got a moment since then in front of a live audience. So I think if you're going to take it off of him, off of Gunther, you got to give it to Drew and let him get his moment. Damn. You really think that, Justin? Give me a second. I got to find a clip for you. This Uh-oh. is this is for you, Justin. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. There you go. Yeah, I mean, let's bring it back up. As much as I was joking, what are you going to do? It's, again, money in the bank. L.A. Knight, Damian Priest, cash in on a mid-carder. You can't cash in on Gunther. You can't cash in on Roman. You can't cash in on Cody. I mean, there's a common theme here. It's you can't cash in. And I think that's what we're seeing here. Um, great point, man. Really great point. Justin added again. He's the uh, stats man for the UW pod. Me and Keith, yeah, we talk wrestling. We might not get everything right. We usually don't. But uh, Justin is here to save the day. Um, yeah. I just, this is going to, don't get me wrong. This is going to be a great match and I I can't wait to see this, but what do you do? You you really think Drew goes over? I don't think he goes over the first time. I I really think Gunther gets that record first. I think you got to let him get the record for the first time, but Dan Drew at some point has to get his moment in front of a live audience. It's, for one, it's not going to be a world title like when he won yeah. it in front of nobody. But 
I think you let Gunther get that record first, and Dan at another PLE is is when Drew gets that moment, and he beats Gunther. He does the unthinkable, and he beats Gunther for that title. You know, because Gunther has been seeming like he's untouchable for that title. He put on that great triple threat with Sheamus and Drew at at uh, WrestleMania, and I really yeah. think he'll put on a great match with Drew at SummerSlam. But I really think that that Gunther wins the first go around. He gets that record, and then sooner or later. That's when Drew takes it off him. If anyone is to take it off of Gunther, it's got to be Drew because I I really can't think of anyone else at this moment who could take it off of him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, this sells tickets. Mm-hmm. It does, and that's what you want. You want uh, any any match. It doesn't have to be the world championship match. It can be for you know the IC title, the cruiserweight. I mean, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You want that match to sell. This is what they're doing. This is what is happening. Gunther and Drew, two badasses, two bangers, two slappers. This is going to be fun. But I'm with you. You can't take it off of Gunther, and you can't have Drew win the IC title against Gunther. It just doesn't make sense. But but there's a percentage, Dylan, right? There's a percentage of Mm. us. That says Drew could do this. Drew Mm -hmm. is the right guy. Drew needs this. Drew needs this. Where is it? Tennessee? No, no, no. Detroit. Detroit. Drew needs this in a big city. That's that's what sells tickets. That's what it's all about. The ifs. The factor that we don't know. Again, I say it all the time. For me, when I don't know, when I think I know... That's my kind of wrestling. I don't know. Drew could. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's always it's always that thing of being surprised. You know, everyone's going into SummerSlam thinking, you know, Gunther's obviously gonna keep it. But then there's always that little surprise that WWE may have up their sleeve that Drew will take it off of him and shock everybody. So right now, what WWE is doing right now is is they're pulling surprises. So it it. It really is smart, so no telling what they'll do at SummerSlam. Either way, whoever wins, I'll be happy. I like Drew. I like Gunther. I like to see Gunther get that record, but if they pull that trigger on Drew, then maybe Gunther has a say-so in it as well. You know, Maybe he is telling yeah. them that he wants he wants to drop it to Drew. I don't Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I say it a lot, and Devin mocks me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. Clip that. Put that on a short, Devin. Um, let's get to the last topic. And Devin, if you want to stay, I don't know, it might be past your bedtime. But uh, let's pretty, talk pretty about it. subject. Devin, get your tissues ready. My man. Reigns isn't invincible. We saw that at Money in the Bank, Dylan. The Usos beat Solo and Roman Reigns in the bloodline civil war. And it was just a great match, man. That's my kind of match, slow and steady and just go at it, tell a story. And that's what they've done throughout this whole storyline, you know, from Sammy to KO to Heyman to Brock. I mean, Cody, the list goes on. I mean, this storyline has been excellent and I've said it before. You can win. They should win an Oscar or a Grammy or whatever is, you know, for film, Fuck it. Give him an MTV Popcorn Music Award. Give him the Nickelodeon. What is it? Blimp? 
Give him oh, a yeah, the guy. orange blimp, yeah. <laughs> Give him something. <laughs> they but, can um, sign him too. It's funny because uh, I've said it. There's no way Roman is going to get cash in. You know, cash. There's no way Theory is going to cash on cash in on Roman. There's no way Priest is going to cash in on Roman. Every single pay per view, mm-hmm. I said there's no way he's going to win or lose at Money in the Bank. That's what happened. Bloodline is no more. The Usos, Solo, Roman, Paul. It's, you know, it's no more. It, there's no more Bloodline. There's Bloodline Entertainment Network. Cheap plug. Find us bloodlinenetwork.com or on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Twat, whatever. We're there. Come check us out. But give it to me, man. This was the main event. That's what it was supposed to be, and it just was something special. It was just like sitting back, and you're just like, holy shit. You know, you had that reaction from that fan when uh, Taker lost, mm-hmm. you know? This one. You're like, holy shit. What just happened? You know? Is this real yeah. life? Give it to me. Shut me up. What do you got? Yeah, I I was that exact same fan right there. And like I was watching it. I was I was sitting down. We were on some property that my mother-in-law uh, owns and we were just sitting there outside enjoying whatever breeze we were getting in the in the uh, crazy sweltering heat of Louisiana over here. And I'm I'm watching it on my phone and I see the splash happen and I'm like, "Well, he's about to kick out." I mean, this it's yeah. obvious Roman ain't taking the pin. And then I heard a three count and I was stunned. Like I was legit left speechless. And that's what I love about wrestling when they can surprise me like that. Because earlier in the show, they pulled a crazy surprise. I didn't see coming with Shayna Baszler turning on Ronda. I did not see coming at all. And that just set me up for a bigger surprise at the end when Jey Uso got the pin over Roman. And I keep yeah. seeing it went full circle because he was the first person to pin Roman when they were in the shield. And then he just pinned Roman for the first time in, what, three years since since he took a pin to uh, Corbin, Baron Corbin. Right? So it all went full circle, which is a cool long-term story. And I mean long-term storytelling right there. But it's it's easily the greatest story ever told in professional wrestling and it's still going right now. I feel like the story is still not over. That's the crazy part about it. And that's the fun thing about wrestling. And it's the one thing I love about this story, about the bloodline is that it's still not over. And and really, I never wanted to end this story because it's that damn good. So it just makes me wonder what's next. Like, like, do do they have a one on one at SummerSlam? Jay well, and Roman. Let's talk about it. Like, like I don't I don't know what they do with this right now, but I'm I'm just shocked that they actually had Roman take the pin. But it makes me wonder long term. We keep talking Mania in Philly, Cody and Roman. Yeah, I I kind of feel like, and and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it took away from a moment that Cody's gonna have at Mania if he is the one to dethrone Roman. I think he is, but. I don't know. I feel like I feel like this maybe took away from the quote unquote story that that Cody currently has right now because he, even he yeah. said that beating Roman would be cool for the titles, but he said it wouldn't necessarily be finishing the story. I, honestly, at this point, what is the story at this point? Because he keeps saying you know to finish the story, finish the story, but 
He even said in the press conference after Money in the Bank that beating Roman for the titles wouldn't be finishing the story. So what is the story right now? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I the issue too. And it's it's similar to uh, to Logan Paul. I, I hate, I don't, just listen to me. I think I'm going to make sense here. Cody keeps telling the story and we're like, dude, where the hell are you going with this story? Like, just tell it. You know, and then there's always mm-hmm. that speed bump. Well, Seth is the the new champion, and mm-hmm. that wouldn't be that that would finish the story for me. That's what he said at the press conference. Beating Seth, that would be great. That's the world championship. I could do that. And then mm-hmm. Logan, it's like, are you here? Do you want to participate? Do you want to be a, a superstar? I don't want to compare it, but it's just like. What is the story? You're right. It's like, what are you trying to tell me here? It, Mr. Adversity, I mean, you go against Brock. We're going to see that again. And then the match with Dom was absolutely pointless, but we don't have time to discuss that. Um, I, I'm with you, man. I, I just don't know. I don't know why that needs – I don't know, man. What do you got? I, I just feel like yeah it was a it was that great moment for Roman to take the pin something that we did not see coming whatsoever and and really if you're a fan and you say you saw the pin coming then you're out of your mind and I really think that you're lying because I I did not see it and I don't think anyone that was watching at that moment saw it coming but I also feel like this took away from that big moment that Cody is gonna have next year at WrestleMania we all know it's Cody <laughs> Roman in Philly but I just feel like. That, that that him taking the pin to Jay took away from that moment. And like I said, I could be wrong. People could have a different outlook on it. And honestly, I respect any like sort of opinion that anyone has about this yeah. certain topic. But in my opinion, I feel like it took away from a moment that Cody's going to have. But yes, it also means Cody's going to have a championship. You know, Jay didn't win a championship from this. He just... He just got that advantage in the bloodline storyline that's going on right now. He got that big moment over Roman. Yeah. But also I feel like that Cody that this is a moment Cody could have had if they would have saved it to next year. But now the topic right here, he's not invincible. So now that just opens it up to where, you know, yeah, obviously Cody may win the title. Yeah. But is it gonna be as big as what it would have been at this year's mania? I don't I don't know. I just feel I feel like a lot of things about this and I I just don't know what to think about if Cody wins next year. I I just feel like it won't be as big. Yeah. I I mean, you got to look at it, too. (laughs) Again, rumors are rumors, but trips and Cody, you know, they're not on the same page. Is that a factor? I don't know. I just know that the story is just continuing and going on and on and on and on and on until. Maybe at 40 he does, but we do not know that. And, you know, Justin brings up a good point. I mean, Jay beats Roman at Money in the Bank where you necessarily didn't need a big moment like this. You know, I, I get it. Yeah. I just I just think, who else? It had to be Jay, right? I mean, Cody, yes. It, it could be Seth. It could be... He could catch. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with Cody. I don't think they know what they're doing with Cody. But it just made sense to me to have Jay beat him. You know, 
Jimmy Jimmy tagged him in and said, yo, take the pin. That's what you want. Yeah. For the storyline purpose, I disagree with Justin. But as a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. as a as a fan that's like, why waste it on Jay? I, I see where you you know where Justin's coming from. Yeah. Right? Like I mean, yeah, it needs to be oh, yeah. a moment. And now that Cody, if Cody does beat Roman, it's like, well, he already took an L, money in the bank, you know. It it, it you can yeah. play both sides of the of the card here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to pop that one up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this storyline just continues and I love it. Let's see what Justin has to say. Jay pinning Roman could be all for nothing if Jay doesn't beat Roman at SummerSlam. And he shouldn't. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see where you're coming from, Justin. I like it. I really do. I dig it. Yeah. Dylan, what time is your show? Let's 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 get you let's get you to the show. Let's hear it. What do you got? Uh, no, oh, uh, we're gonna go on at eight o'clock our time. So I, I have time if we have anything else. But if not, it's no. Hour. Let's get you going, man. Give the people what they want. How can they find the World Elite Podcast? Well, first on on Twitter, my personal account. If you ever want to talk some wrestling, some football, football's coming up. If you want to talk to, uh, with me as well, I'm at uh, Dylan Abear underscore. Uh, worldly pod on twitter is is my wrestling podcast and if i plug bloodline content in uh, next august is the dome field advantage podcast my brand new new orleans oh, saints yes. exclusive podcast to the bloodline network is coming i'm excited um i'm i'm finally doing my own show for the first time in almost almost the three years i've been podcasting so yeah get really away from jordan you know, marcus <laughs> Yeah, I truly appreciate guys like you, like Dev and like Tim, the guys who encouraged me to get out there and, you know, do my own thing. I really, really appreciate y'all. So I, I just can't wait till August till I can show y'all what I got and and uh, maybe even bring y'all on for some shows. Yeah, I ain't talking Saints with you, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Give the people, uh, you, you talked about the, the Saints podcast. What about tonight's show? Let's hear it. Oh yeah, I mean we have some money in the bank recaps. We talk other other topics like you know, Dark Side of Ring, the, the series on Vice uh, channel that they're doing. Nice. They didn't do one this week, but we're talking Junkyard Dogs episode from last that week. That was good, man. Uh, talking some, yeah, it it really was. You know, following I didn't his like career. The, the clown one. one. That was awful. That one. That one. Yeah, and I really there was been no like you know, positive sort of episode you know dark side of the ring is always i mean it's in the name you know dark yeah. so it's obviously going to be some negative stuff and whatnot but yeah we got other yeah. stuff we're talking tonight so if y'all feel like tuning in y'all y'all come hang out with us leave a comment whatnot Do and it. Do support it. it and don't yeah. forget coming up next right here let me find the graphic is the wrestle bread podcast episode 193 money in the bank review mr adversity you know uh damn it you know uh jd loves cody Rhodes, so go and tune in at nine o'clock p.m est 
about 20 minutes and we got to talk about the bloodline we got to talk about the broadcast podcast right here on the bloodline entertainment network and the uw pod but most importantly the bloodline entertainment network bloodlinenetwork.com fancy website mr banger does a lot there tim king devin killing it everybody in the bloodline you jd dom give me some names i'm gonna forget dan um streets uh, uh, we shouldn't do that Graydon, because now we're gonna forget everybody but uh um, yeah i know yeah and i'm gonna feel bad if i forget somebody <laughs> yep let me shut up here um you can find us on the u on the uh on twitter at the uw pod instagram at uw pod.com i cannot find my outro give me one second here we go you can find us on Twitter at the UW Pod, Instagram at uwpod.com, and we got a fancy website, uwpod.com. Keith will be back next week. Dylan, you are the man. Thank you for hopping on with me, and let's do it, buddy. Peace! Yeah, baby! <laughs> and here it comes! Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. Info at uwpod.com. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.